listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean. Steve Hall here today. <laughs> uh, you can... Uh, Steve M.T. Hall, as he's known in the business. Text the show <laughs> A lovely start. Quite an intro, <laughs> Frank. <laughs> Text the show... Not really. Text the show at 8.12.15 if you would. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio, if you please. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. If you over my until. I like Frank's new method of, dispe- of like, you know, dispensing with insults. He just says, oh, not really. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I think Donald yeah. Trump should try that. <laughs> not really. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> I think that's what the standard comedian thing. You really <laughs> abuse someone in the audience and then say, nah, mate. At the end, you say, thanks for being a good sport. <laughs> so it works. <laughs> That's how it works. Seven years it. of being a good sport. Anyway, here we <laughs> are <laughs> on, on Absolute Radio. Good morning, Tokyo. Come on. Good morning, Tokyo. Happy to be seeing you. Happy to be seeing you. Oh, that cheers me up, I can't say. <laughs> cheers me, I, honestly. It's <laughs> been a great Some start to the morning. Have a, they have a double espresso, I just listened to that. I had my, my coconuts. Yeah. Emily's been offering her coconuts around to the, the room. They, no, what about delicious. the Olympics? I'm enjoying that, Frank. Um, yes, me too. I say I'm enjoying it, but I don't get to see an awful lot of it, because it is on at 2am. Well, no, it isn't on. It's on... Oh. I, I just... Well, it's on more or less all day. I, I've watched it every night since it's been on. Mm. You just get, you just get the, the chunk of it. I watched the trampoline in last night. Oh, did you, Frank? The Canadian girl. Never mind mm. her, we got silver in it. Bri- Bryony Page, you got silver in the trampoline. I, I must admit, I'll be straight with you, I know the name now of our representative, yeah. or one of them. <laughs> I um, I didn't know trampolining was an Olympic event until about half past seven last night. <laughs> um, but but she won it, and uh, God bless her afterwards. She won silver, and she said, well, I, I, honestly, I couldn't have asked for any more. And I thought, well... <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's great. It great. Have you ever seen it? Ever seen the trampolining? No. What do I... they have to do then? Do they have bouncing. to do some... Well, <laughs> clearly. But where does the skill and the technique come in? Because, because I can well, do the trampoline, love. Well, first of all, they bounce really, really high. Oh, yeah. And they, they bounce so high that there's time to the triple, quadruple, salsa, semi-salty thingies in the air. So ah. they're spinning and all. But the I routines. Think we need la- to get you in as the commentator. Yeah, I think so. We'll be all right with that. The <coughs> routines last about 20 seconds. I'm not kidding. It really is. Imagine that, four years' practice. That's that out of the way. 20 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's been, um, been marvellous. And the Coxless Fours, of course. I don't know why they keep bringing that up. They're nice lads. <laughs> <laughs> I, l- I love the, the, the rowing coverage. They met in hospital. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, three of them had shot the oven door too quickly. <laughs> the other one was uh, an automobile thing. <laughs> He'd anyway. be so excited every four years because he knows there'll be Coxless Falls material. <laughs> oh, it's worth the whole Olympics. <laughs> it's, it's worth that. I, even, I haven't even got round to the rings yet. <laughs> anyway, oh. can I ask you a technical question? You before may. You know when you watch the, um, I believe, is it called the floor exercise? In oh, gymnastics? I love the floor, yeah. Ribbons akimbo. Do, do they score? No, that's the, um, 
that's different. Oh, is it? Oh, I apologise. That apologize. is the um, rhythmic gymnastics. Oh, you're I love that about. you know all this, Frank. With, with no, the oh, the floor. I know what you mean. Imagine, with the floor. imagine being a sports person who arrives with ribbons. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> that is, that's just fantastic. Yeah. Hold on, just stir. <laughs> you got me ribbons, Paul. Kiss <laughs> me. Yeah, give me. Ri- I nearly forgot me ribbons. Can you imagine <laughs> it? Yeah. If, if you forget them, you just have to find the nearest birthday <laughs> shop. What exactly. would you do if you forgot your ribbon? Oh, you'd have to, you'd be going round, because everyone's got ribbon in a drawer yeah. somewhere. Because, you know, if you get a, I, oh, I don't yeah. know, if I get a nicely wrapped gift, I think it's a shame to throw that ribbon yeah, you away. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be out with that one. I still have a little bit of, um, sellotape on it. Oh, and it would still have Merry Christmas on and it. It's all frayed it's, at the edges, Frank. Oh, no, it has the snake tongue end in oh, yeah. almost. <laughs> yeah. That, that's what I'd, uh, I, I'd just work something out, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I just sorry. Um, I'll ex- I'll explain later. We have. Uh, I should explain, but after this, I'll explain you about what I'm calling the new system. Don't worry, there hasn't been a coup during the night, <laughs> but uh, but things have things have changed at Absolute Radio, and you know what? It ain't never going to be the same again. <laughs> Absolute 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 Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Now, you were chuckling to yourself before, Frank. What was that over? Would you care to share it with us? Well, because uh, Charlie, the producer, normally hands me a, a note saying what the next thing is. So, mm. You know, the name of the song or adverts or oh, stuff okay. like that. It's a, it's a way of saying stop talking <laughs> and do your job. Mm. Um, but there's, we have a new system now at... Um, at absolute, and I, I had to come in this week for my for some a, a training day. Well, I love. It. Charlotte <laughs> told me in the week. She said, "Oh, I can't talk to you." Then Frank's got his training. It's yeah. gone so Mike Baldwin's factory. He's got I his know. training. I've, I had to come in and do my training day, which was which was quite. It's a bit like it's a bit like being a normal person, <laughs> just for yeah. an afternoon. Yeah. And um, it's all right. Did you enjoy? I don't it? know what they moan about. It's all right. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so this is much... It's called, um... <coughs> this new system is called, uh, the Lorax. Is it? Yeah. Um... Oh, uh, I think I caught one of those in Pokemon the other day. Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, um, based on the, uh, Dr. Seuss book. Mm. And I don't know why it's called that, um... It is. It actually isn't. It isn't called that. Yeah. It's just that <laughs> I've, I've just been told that one thing you mustn't be on a radio show is gappy. Oh. <laughs> so if you don't... If there's anything you don't know, make it up. Okay. <laughs> so um, we're operating on the Lorex. Well, now. in your case, lie. Yes. Well, I, I don't think it's exactly. Who cares what it's called? And what is it called, <laughs> All right, Charlie? Bill. All right, Zeta. Bill Clinton. Pardon? Zeta. Zeta. Uh, is, was my name better or was it not? It was better than Zeta. Can I just say something? <laughs> yes. My stomach rumbled. So. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um. Would you like to explain that, Emily? To your, to your no, area? I think I'd like you to explain it. On my okay. Behalf. Well, Emily works in the fashion <laughs> industry, as you may know, and uh, this is a bit poor, and we disapprove. But if anyone's stomach rumbles, the whole office applauds. <laughs> I'll let you work out. It's why. a joke. It's a joke. Of course. I mean, come on, it's a joke. Before I'm you sorry. start sending me abusive emails, it's a oh, joke. Oh, do, do the office? Do they need a training day to practice? <laughs> so what? So what happened with Zeta? So I've worked it out now. The Lorax. I'm going to stick with that. I like my name better. And um, it's so. Oh, it's it's going to be a much more professional show, guys. If you're listening, there's going to be uh, time checks, travel. There's not. There's a competition. You can. <laughs> you, can not. you can win win an anvil. 
Have you tried to do a competition hammer, once? Probably. Hammer and tongs not included. <laughs> so that was a jingle I just played, that wasn't me. Frank, what about when we tried to do a competition five years ago and they, we were never oh, allowed to do one terrible, again? Terrible. Because so I think I read out the answer before we'd done it or something. It was a, <laughs> I did. We don't understand things like that. And we got a guest today, Nigel Cope is here, the inventor of the belt. Or as <laughs> <laughs> oh, he used to call it in the old days, the hands-free. <laughs> so, um, no, we haven't. Not, we haven't got any of those things. We'll be as unprofessional. But, we, yeah, so I've actually been in, I've been trained, I'm now sitting looking at a completely different desk. Okay. Wow. Do you, yeah. do you have to, do you get tested? Do you have to pass? you get a certificate? Yeah, I got tested. They, they made me do, I sort of have already done this show, but with different jokes. <laughs> um, obviously I still did jokes, even though it was training day, because that's the kind of a guy <laughs> I am. <laughs> and, uh, the only thing I didn't get to play was... Morning, Tokyo. I mean, whoa! Is it nice? Is it nice? Or is it not nice? <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I wish that woman worked for me. Imagine a little yeah. tap on the bedroom door every morning. <laughs> then I suppose you'd have to let her out. Yeah. <laughs> the oh. Lorax has gone to your head. This is. I you've, love got a, you've got a glint in your eye. I love oh, it. I, I love Laura. Can I just say we've got uh, we're doing so well. We're third in the Olympics. I knew that. Seven medals. Yes. Uh, no more than that. Uh, seven golds, yes. I'm sorry. Uh, Germany is six. <laughs> what's, what's your point? I'm just saying. World War Two was not a waste <laughs> of time. <laughs> Maybe. I, I need, um, I'll tell you something else in, in a minute. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. So, I know we need to talk about the Olympics, but there's one particular area I would like to kick off with... Which is to do with some of the sartorial choices of the presenters, oh, yeah. unsurprisingly. Mm. I've got some opinions on this. Okay. <laughs> Helen Skelton, I believe her name is. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. I, I can't hear her name without thinking of the Beatles' White Album. Oh. Helen Skelton. <laughs> nana, 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 nana. Oh, yeah. Helen Skelton. That's one of those little earworms I can't get out of my head. No, that's, that, I can see that. That's great. Let's talk about clothes, though. <laughs> um, oh, no, but if Helen side. Skelton ever gets a, a radio show, she's got to get that done yeah. as a... That's our little yeah. jingle. Definitely. In the proper... Was, was, is, 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 it's it's is McCartney, it, I think. Doon, doon, doon. Helen Skelton! Helen Skelton! Yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> That's, she's probably already got a radio show. Everyone has. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have, for heaven's sake. <laughs> we have. We better, I suppose we better do it. Stop just talking like we're so, in a ale house. Helen Skelton. No, 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 no. We need to get a little jingle for yeah, her. Just that bit. Yeah. There's, she's been getting the viewers into a right old Can we just try lava. this? Helen Skelton. <laughs> <laughs> Better or worse? I think I think stick with Helter Skelton. Oh, I quite like that. Okay. It's growing on me. I, I should say, with the new system, I can see my jingles more clearly, and now I can't leave them alone. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I never wear elasticated waist trousers. <laughs> I think that new system is not good for someone with this, like, borderline ADHD. You don't mind me saying you might be right. Um, You've been right before, for God's sake. Carry on. So, Helen Skelton... <laughs> 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 yeah. You're just playing with the waistband, aren't you? I am. She has been getting the viewers into a right old lather mm. because of some of her choices, her clothing choices. Firstly, they said she showed too much leg. 
Oh, for goodness. She had a, a little play suit on, it was. I thought she looked fantastic. A play suit? Now, where do you define that? A play suit means... It's a bit like a little baby grow, except with a skirt. So what it means... Oh, it's a skirt rather than a short. Think of a cut-off jumpsuit, Frank. Imagine the jumpsuit well, was I cut will, off. You know what? I will do that. At the thigh. <laughs> Hold on. Oh... So it was a bit gappy, but I was thinking... <laughs> okay. Actually, the, the jumpsuit I thought of was a bit gappy as well. <laughs> <laughs> Often with a dungaree format... Oh! ...in the chest area. Now, she also wore spaghetti straps. I love spaghetti straps. <laughs> love them. I, mean, I do. I love their little tussle with the bra strap. I do. That's great. I do, Frank. <laughs> Who's going to win, we think, to ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's the only winner we care about poolside. Now, yes. the thing is, I think she looks absolutely fantastic. And it's so rare to see someone looking fashion-forward in those Olympics. Those people can't dress. They look disgusting. She <laughs> looks incredible. Well, they used to sportswear, you oh, see. Oh, they look like apprentice candidates. I can't bear it. She's stylish. She, her stylist is Cobby Yates, who is Reggie Yates' brother. Is that right? Yeah. We've worked with Cobby Yates. He, he, he styles Bieber Belieber. He styles Cara Delevingne. Oh, God, he's done well. Yeah. yeah. Jesse J. Delevingne on the same CV. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. Jesse J. Wow. The one-arm jumpsuit at the Olympics. Is that what she's called, the one-arm jumpsuit? <laughs> Never heard her called that before. Anyway, I've talked too much Funny about fashion, and I'll, be, I'll be boring the reader yeah. saying... Well, well, I'm, I'm outraged. Thing. How dare Helen Skelton wear something, you know, not particularly uh, covering in Rio... You know, it's exactly. she should be wearing a parka. She also, should be wearing a si scarf. At the side of the swimming pool, which I, it's always hot. Yeah. But I mean, what I do you say, think about this, guys? I mean, are you nervous to discuss it? It's difficult, it? isn't it? Because, you know, can you even talk? Can we even, me and Steve, even mention Ellen Skelton's legs without, um, without being risking losing our entire careers? Well, you can with me in the room, because you know I won't hold back. I'll tell you why she's got good legs. Yeah. Tap dancer. It's a classic oh. formula. Ah. I believe she's a registered teacher of tap dancing. If you can tap, yeah. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be a great end to the Olympics? <laughs> With them all going, come on, Ellen. Like, oh, bazim bar, zim bar, zim bar, zim bar. And she's married to a rugby league player, so I like to, I like yeah. the, the, the idea she, she wooed him with her tap dancing. Hold on. I'm trying to get some tap dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Not easy with a biro. Oh, the Lorax. Oh, the new the system. The has let me down. If only it were Bakelite, <laughs> things would be different. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Uh, yes, Helen Scott, we were talking about it off, off air. I'm, I'm a huge off. fan, I've got to say. Are you? Well, only recently. I didn't know the woman from a bar of Imperial Leather before. But <laughs> since this Rio, it was partly prompted by the clothes and Cobby's work, I won't lie. But I'm a, I'm a new fan. But is it all right? Is it all right to say, oh, yeah, good legs? Or yeah. is that a bad thing to say? I can't work that out anymore. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, I mean, so. I was I was raised by on um, the generation Wolves, I heard. On, of uh, Roy <laughs> Roy Slow Talker Walker on Catchphrase. Mm. See what you see, mm. <laughs> and I don't know if you can do that anymore. I think well, it's I just it's a comp because we'll all be uh, presumably we'll we'll all be saying it about Gary Lineker later tonight. That well, his not, legs will be on display. Well, not, well, not not necessarily. He might have terrible legs. No, actually, I've seen his legs, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> many many times. Yeah, in who shorts. hasn't seen his legs? Well, yes, quite right. Uh, I just, I mean, I, I, it, I, it wouldn't be all right if she had horrible legs to say she's got horrible legs. Do you know what I think? It, 
I mean, although... Sorry, let the man talk. Then again, uh, John Wayne is big leggy. They got away with that. So I heard. Yeah. Um, Bernie Clifton. Good, good legs, Bernie Clifton. I mean, they hang sort of limp along the oh, side. Oh, yeah. Do you want to know what I think about this? Yes. I think it all comes down to intent and the person saying it. You are allowed to say it because you are very much not a creep. Steve, I would <laughs> say you, the darling. same of. Oh, I'm less so. Yeah. Yeah, maybe 7% less, I'm bo- I'm and I'll be honest. I think he li- lives a little closer to creep than He does, actually. I, do. mm. I don't know why that is. Good yeah. legs. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, you see. Frank, there would be a joie de vivre and an innocence. <laughs> and I think that's why it's okay. Well, look, we, uh, what about uh, about three weeks ago? I said to Charlie, our producer, you know what, I saw her from an angle I'd never seen her from before, and I said, you know what, Charlie, you've got a really nice nose. And I thought it went a bit tense. (laughs) (laughs) I thought the whole room went a bit tense. (laughs) And she's got one of those, what they used to call a ski slope nose. I think it's retrousse, isn't it? Is that what it's called? Just a slight slight rise at the end just to get the propulsion. It's the sort of (laughs) nose that would be on a surgeon's wall. Is that right? Well, yeah, I think people would ask for that nose. I mean, we're all talking about it now. There's this one about Chris Evans. <laughs> maybe su- we shouldn't be. On a surgeon's wall and maybe on Eddie the Eagle's drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, I'd, I'd thought, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said, after I thought that was a bit, I think that's caused, there'll probably be a, 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 at least a, an inquiry absolutely <laughs> about An informal warning. Yeah, oh, I think that'll probably have be to be a tribunal I'll have to speak to. called up the long arm of the Lorax. Yeah. It'll be, um... Frank Skinner's nasal charges. <laughs> 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 no, even that, though, I felt after I thought maybe I shouldn't have mentioned no. those. No, it's fine. I think what's fine about it is it's open. I think if you were sending her direct messages on Twitter saying, you've got a nice nose, I'd have an issue with that. <laughs> but there must be some body parts that qualify as <laughs> neutral. <laughs> I mean, we were saying today, what about this for a texting? How far... Do you have to be from the beach before beachwear is inappropriate? <laughs> I oh, let's ask Orlando Bloom. He should know. <laughs> that pavement by <laughs> the side, I think, like, in Brighton, I find, if I'm on the side of the road of the beach, I'm all right if I'm, like, a towel round me and shorts. Mm. That's it. If I'm on the other side, inappropriate. But how am I going to yeah. get home? <laughs> well, so the how ki- far, So the Hay- Haywood's Heath is too far from the beach <laughs> in terms oh, yes. of Brighton. Yeah, I've definitely. been going horribly wrong. Well, bikini top in the ice cream shop, yes. Bikini, bikini well, top like in Sainsbury's. You're rapping now. <laughs> <laughs> bikini top in Sainsbury's, no. No, thank you. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? How do we work that out? Hmm? <laughs> I mean, say if it was, say if uh, a relative of mine died and uh, it was charming. really... absolutely charming. And it was really hot. Would it be all right to go and have that... You know that conversation with the funeral director when you look at the brochure and stuff? Would it be all right to do that in shorts and a vest top? <laughs> <laughs> Could I get away with a bereavement-based spaghetti strap? <laughs> At 12.15. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. We've got a Whatever Happened To from Grant, oh, who's yeah. tweeted us. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to go with the jingle. I want to see if it's, if it's up there first. OK. Whatever Happened To, Papier Maché. Papier mache. I think that's rather good. What is that? The bloke that used to control the Smurfs. <laughs> but you don't see it. I mean, no. my childhood was just 
lots of buckets with glue and I newspaper know. cuttings. I know. I, I, you're right. Yeah. I used to be. The, remember those um, masks? You could blow up a balloon, cover it in papier mache, and then um, <laughs> burst the balloon, <laughs> cut it in half. You got two masks, not one, <laughs> not one mask. <laughs> We've all got one mask. Let's face it. But two masks. On a yes. similar, we had a similar. Uh, we need some um, primary school teachers. If, do you still use um, papier mache? And also, how marvellous that 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 was. Uh, looking back, one of the most exotic phrases yeah, yeah, of my yeah, childhood. Yeah. Papier mache. mache. I used to love saying it. It was the height oh. of avant-garde creativity. It I felt so French when I used <laughs> to say it. Yes. Well, uh, we'll be doing. We'll uh, miss <laughs> miss, and we're going to do uh, papier mache. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is it, is, it literally tr- is, is that literally mashed paper? Is that how that translates? Mashed sounds a bit too literal to me. Yeah. Well, if any of our French correspondents are listening... Surely. Hi there. Uh, they could maybe tell us. Charlie, Sarah, do you speak French? Well, you I do, have. but I don't know mache. Uh, no. We, you, we, you know your problem? You don't know mache. <laughs> <laughs> Colin Dallas has emailed uh, saying, um, I'm watching an old episode of Morse and someone used something I haven't seen for years. Whatever happened to carbon paper? Oh. I think it all got used for papier-mâché. I think it did. Oh, and Colin Morse has uh, texted in to say he's watching an episode of Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> that is a real kind. I mean, what? What are the children? What are the children? Right, you butler. Sorry, <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I amalgamated two comedy figures. Clive has tweeted us. You were what, talking from India. You were talking <laughs> us. You were talking. You were talking to us earlier about whether the spaghetti strap was suitable attire for a formal occasion, a sombre occasion. For example, if you were in a uh, funeral direct. Yeah, I funeral directors. I like they were called direct. direct. <laughs> build their part of it, don't they? <laughs> Can you imagine one on a big uh, one of those like loud hailer things? And saying that, okay, let's draw the clock top now. <laughs> okay, sorry. Does, it, does a Mexican went... funeral director wear wear a sombrero? Well, oh, it's right. funny you should say that because Clive says when we buried our mother in her native Italy, it was the funeral director who actually wore a Hawaiian shirt. No, and then he said it was a Saturday. Wow! <laughs> At the consultation, he says not the funeral. I imagine That's in Hawaii, in, in Hawaii, they wear um, they wear black and white Hawaiian <laughs> shirts. <laughs> that that'd be that'd be a lovely thing just for that. Mm. Should I say every time I have to move on? By the way, what I, I used to get a note from uh, Charlie. I was saying this, saying um, "shut up," <laughs> <laughs> and then saying things like music and adverts and stuff. So I didn't just talk for half an hour. I know I do that. You know, we won best talk program, best speech program. Yeah, speech. <laughs> But every time I have to move on now, Charlie passes me a small fez. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's the symbol that we've adopted, a <laughs> tiny fez, um, which is um, lovely. And, and it, it works because it means I know when to move on, like now. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So what else has been happening in the Olympics? Can I say on, on the on the um, on the Red Skelton um, things? Red Skelton, I should say, it was an old film star. Um, <laughs> on the Helen Skelton, someone texted in, didn't they, and said, "Yeah, well, never mind her legs. What about the fact that she went up the Amazon?" Yeah, she did. She done a she did a super ultra marathon that took a day and all that. Yeah, yeah, okay, good. 
I think I brought up the tap dancing. Yeah. <laughs> which to me is more impressive, personally. But they, one of the things that people have been saying, oh, well, um, Mark Foster had shorts on, and no one commented on that because people don't comment it on men's clothes. I have still got people stopping me in the street talking about the shirt that I wore at the test match. Really? Oh, <laughs> ten days ago. Well, it was worthy of discussion. I was, I was coming out of mass on Sunday morning, and Henry Kelly stop me. Henry Kelly from... So I'm um, aware from, of his from work. From going yeah. for gold. He, he goes to the same mass as me. Frank still Sweet. says game for a laugh. I mean, he hasn't done that poor man since 1985. No, but that's... That, uh, that's He'll always his, be remembered that'll for that. will be in his time capsule. And he said to me, um, oh, I, I saw your shirt featured on, uh, <laughs> on, on the <laughs> test match. Yeah. So people... So, and, so, hey, we've all, you know, we've all got our cross to bear. Mm. Helen. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have Cobby Yates styling you. No, I don't know. Not yet. To my... I didn't, know, I didn't know Cobby was till about... Uh, I thought he was a baker, local baker. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was Cabby Yates. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cabby Yates. Bruce, of it's not just Helen Skelton. I'm fascinated by the chemistry between the three of them. And oh, Ms. This is... Ms. Adlington. Yes, and Mark Foster, isn't I, it? I think Rebecca Adlington has been the, uh, the great revelation of the... I think she's great. Yeah. She's a really good, natural, sort of knowledgeable presenter. And That's what I'm saying. Okay. It's good. Because well, she's achieved enough, so she's, she's, her CV is They've already impressive, is impressive enough. They're only achievers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but achievers are often unspectacular conversationalists, don't you find? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know what you Whereas she's a, she's a, she sparkles. And as best of all... Um, there's a theory that she told Mark Foster to, um... Well, well OK, she used, the, used the, the phrase... The second, C swear word. Yeah, the second word was, uh, off. She did that yeah. on air. They have since suggested that she said back off. Oh, yeah, um, well... <laughs> well, I, I think, you know, come on, it's a carnival atmosphere. <laughs> it was 3am. <laughs> We've all been there. Everyone's had a few. I um, and and I think it's great. There should be more of that on sports coverage. Well, what, what was interesting <laughs> was that she got grief for that, and she probably didn't say it. And yet, Mark, no, no, Mark, but Mark Foster it. definitely did say it. Did you see the bit where his earpiece fell out? Oh, really? So it wasn't on it. He wasn't on the screen, but the, the, so they cut to the oh, swim. They cut wow. to pic- pictures from the pool. I'm really nervous. And his audio feed, and he says the word and go and relates to the fact that his his earpiece has just dropped out. So he <laughs> definitely said it, and he's but he's had less grief lot. for actually saying it. Yes, because she's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, everyone. Oh, thanks for turning into one of those women's libbers. Yeah, they're <laughs> often they're often uh, they're obviously very close, though, aren't they? That. Um, Oh, very. There was hand Rebecca, on the leg. Yeah. But also, they've, you know, I think there's nothing that bonds people more than a common enemy. Who's and the if common you're enemy? Verrucas. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> lived their life avoiding Verrucas, <laughs> and that, that, it's, it's a sort of it's like the Blitz. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Stevie Hall. <laughs> you can uh, <laughs> consider Stevie. This is a bit of a worrying development, <laughs> anyway, Stevie. Ste- um, it's a bit too Stevie, baby. Hold on a minute. So you've got to t- uh, text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. We've still had a number of people saying, just teachers generally, Getting in touch saying they still do papier-mâché. Good news. I haven't seen any evidence at my son's school. I might pr- introduce it at home. 
then when they bring it up at school, yeah. they'll say, oh, yeah, I know this, uh, but you're monsieur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do well, it. He'll I'm be, dis- I'm he'll be friendless, but ahead of the game. What kind of pace do you use? 8, 12, 15. Well, yeah, for Papi and Ashley. Oh, we used to, flour and water we used to use, I think, at home, as, as paste in our scrapbooks. Did you? Yeah, just mix flour and water. Works oh, we, were, we were copy decks all the way. And uh, Michael McClure says, Papi and Ashley, it's chewed paper. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, oh, of course. Uh, um, oh, mache. Pret a mache, ready to chew. <laughs> And Annie has has said that apparently the phrase avoir une mine de papier mâché uh, means to look like death warmed up. Is that right? Oh. Brilliant. Oh. Well done, Annie. The son of Carmel! <laughs> so, um... I don't think my son will come out tomorrow. Oh, you went a bit gappy there. What happened? I'm sorry, I, I did go a bit gappy. Gappy, that'd be a lousy oh, musical. I- I haven't heard anything that's been happening to you. Well, I, I tell you what I did this week. I joined the zoo. Did you? Um, you know, you can get, like, a, a sort of a family ticket at London Zoo. <laughs> I hate to steal your thunder, but I've got one. Have you got one? I'm a zoo member. I get updates all the time from them. Fab. How oh. often do you go? Not that often. Okay. <laughs> doesn't matter. Twi- I think I've been twice. We've given them the money. So I, I think I saw a picture of you at the zoo. Did you? On, on social media. What you talking about, William? <laughs> were, um, you, were you there with Kevin, El- Kevin Eldon? Was that? Kevin Eldon was there, Bill Bailey. I, 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 I like to think what that that's this? just... It's, it's the old packet of three gang. Just, uh, no, no. It's the people up. that look vaguely like animals in some way. <laughs> I was because let's be yes. honest, Kevin Eldon is a bit simian. Oh, well, I'm, I'm can't, yeah. I'm not, Frank, I can't... You look, like, you look like a handsome meerkat, I suppose. So, and Bailey... Bailey looks like all sorts. <laughs> Well, we, we were invited. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be all comics. Um, Richard Ranch was there. And, uh... Oh, is he the Whose Line Is it Anyway man? He's a piano yeah. player. Oh, yeah. And, um, he, uh... We, we were invited to a breakfast at the zoo, and then we watched some other animals eating, as well as us. Like seals. <laughs> was, this with, was this with the children? Yes, oh, yes. Okay. Bosfed a uh, Columbus monkey, are they called? Oh. Buzzfeed. <laughs> Yeah, BuzzFeed. Yeah. And also, they, they they have to wear a rubber glove to feed the, the monkeys. And the, 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 the monkey snatched Buzz's rubber glove off. <gasps> oh. And I, I the had a most Buzz, with it. Buzz has ever laughed at anything <laughs> in his life. I th- he really thought that the glove-snatching monkey was like... It was a good name for a pub if there's anyone sitting at home thinking, what are we going to call this pub now we've bought it? The glove-snatching monkey... Um, he honestly thought that was the funniest thing that I'd ever... He's, he's been telling people about it. It's perhaps his first anecdote. <laughs> uh, it's always a special moment. So, anyway, I joined, and you have to... It's one of these things where you have to have your photo taken, because you mm. get photo ID, you know, so other people don't turn up at the zoo mm. pretending, <laughs> you know, trying to take your... Um, I think you've got that. some celebrity joining thing because no, no, I didn't. I um, I just joined. Uh, I joined before, online before this. I just did oh. it normally. Okay, I joined online, but then you have to go and get yeah, your you photo, have to photo ID. Photo. Anyway, the photo ID didn't really work out. I'll be straight with you. It's the. I mean, the, they they seem to have uh, revived the ancient. To art of the silhouette. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. I mean. Um, you, uh, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank could get into London Zoo on my ID. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a sort of skeleton ID, you know, like a skeleton key. 
<laughs> Any, anybody could get it. I'll show you. We should put a picture of it on. Oh, we'll, I'd we'll love put to it, see we'll it. We'll put it man. online. I don't think there's any um, giveaway information on it, but the picture is. Well, I mean, I've never looked better. <laughs> but, oh. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We've now seen uh, your photo ID, Frank. <laughs> yeah. It's wonderful. It, it looks like you're on, you like, Police it? 5. Do you want to nip to the zoo with this? <laughs> Steve, you'll be fine. It looks like you're one of those, good. like... It's like you're a whistleblower on a programme who's like... They've asked for their identity not to be revealed. Exactly. And I'll just show they... you talking and love, there'll be, like, subtitles for anything you and say. And the little helium voice. They favour <laughs> the lower voice now, don't they? Do oh, they? No, 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 no. They talk like that, yeah. Criminals. I, I haven't seen anyone uh, shot in silhouette on the telly for ages. Oh, Can I, I do. still do it. Yes, because I watch a lot of, um... <laughs> People shot in silhouette because they've been involved in some sort of shady criminal activity <laughs> in some way. No, I like a fly on the wall, police procedural. Yeah. Yeah, what happened to those people? <laughs> where are they now? <laughs> anyway, so... Where, yeah, so, where were so they in the first the place? So I need to get the, the, the whole passport photo thing. I mean, I've got you know, I've got a um, freedom pass coming up next year. I want to get, I want to get it sorted. Oh, oh. are you oh. going to do anything to mark the freedom pass? Well, not big, deliberately, big, big but at that age, <laughs> <laughs> I best not put it in a back pocket. <laughs> um, I. Uh, <laughs> The best picture I think I've ever had taken. And I just was... I don't think that quite got the credit it deserved. <laughs> that was extremely Who knows? good work. Who knows what credit it got <laughs> at, at home? Um, we, um, I, the best picture I ever had, I think, was on a an ID card back when back in the West Midlands, back in the day, and it was a thing that you could get if you were unemployed, and it was called a passport to leisure. <laughs> 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 and you um, already have that. Yeah, well, and, and well, it, it meant that you could go to local sports centres and things uh, cheap. And the picture on my passport to leisure card, I'm, I tell you what I'm doing, I'm buttoning my trousers as we speak. <laughs> is that all right? Get it, get stuck in. But buttoning yeah. rather than you on. You enjoy the show. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's the best picture I've ever had taken. That's great, because passport to leisure, that, that sounds like a euphemism for someone's P45. Like if you don't yes. if you don't buck your ideas up, you'll be getting your passport to leisure. Can I say I was very worried where that sentence was going to end. <laughs> passport to leisure sounds like a euphemism for somebody's pee, and I was on the edge of my seat. <laughs> Thank God it was numbers. Phew. <laughs> Speaking of age, what about this? I had uh, I had the oh, other don't night. You put the fear of God into me when you say things. I like had that. I had a bowl of uh, blackberries the other night. Sit, well, sitting watching the, sitting watching the Olympics. Very underrated thought, you know the blackberry. They are very underrated because in a way, you know, I'm still not totally sure the black currant. The, bla the blackberry is the one with multiple orbs. The blackberry. I'm going a darker, harder raspberry. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good summary. Mm, I enjoyed you. your pronunciation of bl blackberry. Because it made me want to go bam a lamb. Yes. Oh, Blackberry. Yeah, bam a lamb. Whoa, black day. <laughs> anyway, so I had uh, what I like is a bowl of uh, it's fruit with a bit of yogurt on top. That's Love how it. I live my life. <laughs> Natural. Well, we got a few fruit yogurts, oh. and I, I, it occurred to me that we got blackberry yogurt. Oh. And I thought, well, now is this a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> blackberry yogurt on blackberries, and I, I said to Kath. Well, can I ask your advice? <laughs> advice? You actually <laughs> needed advice on it. And she said, 
What? <laughs> and I said, because um, we've been together a long time, I said, um, what do you think about blackberry yoghurt on, uh, on blackberries? And she said, oh, I don't know. And I said, is it? And then I said, one of the oldest person things I think I've ever said... Do you think it's a bit too much of a muchness? <laughs> <laughs> I'd even forgotten that, that, it, that anyone had ever said that, and it just came out naturally out of me. Is it too much of a muchness? <laughs> I mean, a younger man would have opted for overkill, presumably. But, um... He would have said, oh, is it going to harsh my mellow? Yeah. Or something yeah, like that. Have I created a yoghurt tautology? Yeah, but I was so, so natural to me. Too much of a much. <laughs> That's what's wrong with this show. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. And a tweet from Blue View Eight in response to the uh, the picture of your photo ID. Who just replied, "That is clearly Keith Chegwin." <laughs> well, if Chegwin ever needs to go to the uh, <laughs> no, I think it's non-transferable actually. Yeah. But boy, temptation. <laughs> <laughs> We could make an absolute killing. Mm, that'd be a sick thing to do. <laughs> T- ticket toting at London Zoo. <laughs> I don't think you'd make that much, right? Well, maybe not. It's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's not cheap. No, and it's popular as well. It's very fine, I must say. I, I went off zoos for a long time. Just <coughs> wrote love. Okay. <coughs> I, I didn't like the way they, um, they used to skulk in their living quarters, the animals. Mm. Mm. But, yeah, yeah. Um, well, they, were, they never delivered. I mean, the bears... They never yeah. delivered. There's, there's nothing more traumatic than a horrible zoo. Singapore Zoo is one of the more upsetting things. Berlin I've ever been upset to. me. Berlin Zoo, but London Zoo is lovely and caring yeah. and nurturing and has genuinely encouraged my child to be interested Brilliant. in nature. Anyway, let's got that out of the way. <laughs> well, they've got those two hundred quid. They pay me to say that. <laughs> Not really. They've got those lovely, Not really. lovely uh, shabby chic cabins now in the lion enclosure. Have they? Mm, I can stay in the lions now. You can stay in the, actual, in the lion area. Yeah, entire, in the lion so. area. You can stay there. I think we should all do it. Goodness oh, me. Oh, come on, let's do the show from the lion enclosure. Well, imagine if I was ripped apart by three lions. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine the headline? <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, I've been, I've been watching a, a bit of uh, cycling this week, obviously. Yeah. And as you know, I have recently... Do you cycle, Steve? Um, No. I have done in the past. You but can uh, cycle. I can cycle, but... You know, I have only recently started to dabble in the... I see. I mean, I'm too frightened to go on the road to this day. But I do, in gated communities, I, uh, <laughs> I cycle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it could be a, a, a very, a very well-to-do Tour de France. Yeah, I'd cycle. <laughs> I'd cycle around the zoo, for example. I'd be happy with that. But I was in... Um, I, was, I was doing a bit of filming... I'll be straight with you. Lovely. In Margate. I actually went down to Margate. <laughs> and you can keep the Costa Brava and all of that palaver, I would rather, etc. And I, a, a man came up. What I do an art programme on um, Sky Arts. Right, and it's I'm called... familiar with it. Well, I did too, and the one I was working on was called um, Landscape Artist of the Year. So um, there were people painting the, the, the bay... At, um, at Margie. And a guy was on a bike and he came down. Now, one of the artists, I don't think this is spoilers, um, 
he, he he sort of added a bit to his painting by using his feet. So he he started putting footprinty type bits in one corner to suggest people arriving on the beach and arriving in the country type of thing for the first time. The old migrant thing. Mm. And he was doing that. And this kid come down and there was a woman doing what I thought was a fabulous um, ink drawing next to it. And this, this kid on the bike said, that's rubbish compared to that that one there. Which was a bit, yeah. I mean, he didn't use the word rubbish. I've um, I've cleaned it up a bit, <laughs> and um, I said, "Oh, you, you think so?" I said, "Well, everyone's entitled to their opinion." And he said, uh, "Yeah, he did that with his feet as well." <laughs> and I said, "No, no, he didn't. He didn't do all that with his feet. He just did that last smudgy bit with his feet." And the guy just rode off on his bike, <laughs> and I thought, "It's great for a faux pas, a bicycle." <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I'd never occurred to me before. Someone yeah. goes a bit, you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> he was just gone. Yeah. And that's that's given me a bit more incentive. Yeah. So, well, you get, the, you get the last word. The, yeah. fast, the fast getaway. Yeah. And I actually... I, I mean... <clears throat> I was riding a bike in a, in a gated community recently. And it's the first time since I've been messing about on a bike that I was... I've, I heard myself singing... Because I only sing when I'm relaxed, and on a bike I'm very tense, you see. And I, 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 I became aware that I was singing uh, Joni Mitchell's Big Yellow Taxi. Almost, and that was on the bike? That was on the bike. I mean, I mean, uh, ironic that I'd brought in another form of transport. Oh, yeah. What well, could call it a rival. You're messing it all up now. I know, but I just, I thought that, that's a real step that's forward. A, yeah. I like that you did that. On my bike, do it all seem to go. No, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. You don't, yes, you don't seem at all mentally unwell. No. And, but that's a very good tip, you know, because uh, in my early days of my horse riding, I'm now something of an expert equestrian, mm -hmm. as you know. But in the early days, my instructor would always advise that. Sing Sing, sing while you ride, if you're scared when cantering. It's a distraction, you see. That's good. Mm. I, yeah. He I made me sing Spice Girls. He's, you, yeah. Well, I was once... Oh, really? Yeah. He said, what's your favourite Spice Girls song? The trouble is I'd be worried about losing control when I symbolise two become one. <laughs> <laughs> the horse might veer to the left. <laughs> I, um, I was once on a horse in Montana, and I'm very bad on a horse as well, and I could not stop singing Champion the Wonder Horse. Oh! <laughs> in fact, he, he, at one point I completely lost control of it, and uh, it was the only way I stayed the same. Yeah. Did, and did the horse, because, you know, like the way Eric Clapton asked you to stop singing Layla? Yes. <laughs> so did the horse sort of turn around yeah, and go, can so, you, come on, can come you stop that? It's embarrassing. Oh, Steve, that's one of my favourite stories. If you said oh, it's it's, it's a really lovely story. That would be good. I had a similar thing this week. I met... What um, happened? I met, um, I met Ricky from the Kaiser Chiefs, and I was oh. constantly on the... Oh, I predict a right! I mean, I was so... <laughs> it was always there. Oh, you're so embarrassing well, it's, it's in my mind. I know, but you can't do that in front of these people. You're part of the civilised society now. Anyway, the bike thing, I was thinking... It's, it's a good thing to learn things late, I think. I think you appreciate things more. If I learnt when I was five... I, I think you're really, right. But now I can... I'm, t I'm working on the two-fingered whistle. <laughs> <laughs> you know that thing that people do? I'm, I don't think it's too late, even for me now, to go for the two-fingered whistle. I mean, it's not as popular as it was in the age of political yeah. correctness. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, I'm, I'm going to work on it. If there's any kind of um, tips anyone would like to send me for a two-fingered whistle, 8, 12, 15. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. We've had a, a tip for the whistling 
uh, oh, from, yeah. from Stuart. He says, the forefinger whistle is easier. Roll the tip of your tongue and blow. Oh. Very Lauren four McCall. Forefinger. Oh, yeah, that- it's got a bit Humphrey Bogart. Work in progress. Yeah. <laughs> you, looked a right. bit, you looked a bit like the old Happy Eater logo as yes. you did that. Yes. Uh, roll the... Here <laughs> Yeah, um... We'll see how it goes. We'll keep posting. Li- I don't really like that. <laughs> this time next week I'll be starting the show with it. <laughs> I mean, with the whistle, not with that. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. People 411... What's the 411, Frank? Has... <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, well, does anyone else know what that means? I do. It was a Mary J. Bly album. Blige. Uh, Bly, I think you pronounce it. Maybe you do say Blige. I've always said Bly. I think it's Blige. I it? think it's spelt Blige, but I think people say Mary J. Bly. I believe her name is a pun on Much Obliged. <laughs> I think you made that <laughs> up, right? <laughs> it's, a sta- it's a sort of thank you to all it's the fans. You adopted that as a stage name. <laughs> 411 was the equivalent of director inquiries in America for many oh. years. What's the 411? Anyway, oh, 411 good, has good got in know. touch. I'm teaching you a lot this morning, Frank. Whatever happened to. Yeah. Hopscotch. Now, can I say, I went to um, a school <laughs> sports. And about, was there hopscotch? And there was hopscotch. Okay. There was hopscotch and then some. So I'm afraid... Hops- Sorry. I, st- I, st- I mean, it's a good try, but I still see hopscotch, um, what would one call them? Courts. Temporary hopscotch courts on yes. the pavement near my house. Do you know what? I like that you're quite strict about gaining entry to whatever <laughs> happened to you. don't get a jingle unless it really makes me think, oh, wow, yes, of yeah. course. I mean, Papier-Mâché yeah. was from the top end. This could be a, a decent Room 101 spin-off. Yes. I Pitch think... Commission time six. Keep the standards high. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's, a, that's a general rule in life. <laughs> on, on the subject, having suggested we pitch that as a TV idea, there's h- hot news from the world of TV. Researchers have done some research, as they are wont to do, showing that 63% of Brits... Can I stop you there? I just love that you said, as they are wont to do. It was like oh, being on much breakfast Much of a muchness. Telling. It's <laughs> yeah. gone a bit much of a muchness. <laughs> <laughs> what will mine be? So what did these crazy researchers <laughs> say? They, they reckon that 63% of Brits, and I always love a bit of research that refers to people as Brits, yeah. mm. um, ha- think that having the right taste in television makes you a more attractive person. 100 and you agree with that? They suggest that the uh, attractive programmes to watch, Sherlock and Game of Thrones, yeah, whereas, conversely, EastEnders and, brace yourself, Doctor Who... Oh, what a surprise! ...are a dating red flag. <laughs> that is... <laughs> Doctor Who! Doctor Who, helping police with their inquiries? I think so. That's wrong. I'd be... Well, it's genuinely it's attracted to someone who likes yeah. Doctor Who, but it's it's odd that Game of Thrones is <laughs> it, Game of Thrones gets the thumbs up, but Doctor Who gets yeah. the thumbs down. That well, doesn't seem Game fair of, at no, all. That's because no one's explain. actually seen Game of Thrones. No, I excuse me, I have, <laughs> and uh, y- and your dearest friend is in it, so I'd shut right up if I were you. I know that I have several now, friends listen. in it. No, then we all. Yes. No, everyone is in it. <laughs> but I would say with Doctor Who. Well, I know what I would say <laughs> about people saying that about Doctor Who, but it would all go a bit Rebecca Adlington. That's <laughs> 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 so outrageous. Go on, go on. Let say me what you're tell you the say. theory. I know you were saying, well, actually, what's the difference? The difference is, I hate to say, there is a lot of money and glamour involved in Game of Thrones. It's not tin foil in Shepparton. That's but neither thing. is Doctor Who. It though. is. I know it you is keep not. saying it's moved on. It's different. I when tried did to you watch, last it. watch it. Nineteen sixty-four. No, <laughs> I watched it the only the other week. 
There's no tin. It doesn't matter how much money they throw at it. It's still regional sci-fi. Uh, that is... Oh! <laughs> it's kicking <laughs> off. It is kicking off. <laughs> but go- I kind of love it. Look, we're going to have to go to a break while I have, <laughs> have a shower. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We're talking about people who watch TV programmes and whether the, the fact that they like those TV shows makes them unattractive to the weird, opposite sex. Weird, or the same sex. EastEnders surprises me as well. I thought they're not frightened of commitment <laughs> if you watch EastEnders. <laughs> no, they, yeah, well, that's true, because they say that scene is unattractive. I don't know. I, I'm going to say something. I'm going to get in trouble. It's all going to go a bit Helen Skelton's legs. OK. I don't like men who watch soaps. Now that's controversial. It's a bit <laughs> I know. No, any uh, uh, gays are allowed to watch them. Gays are allowed to watch soaps. Straight oh, men are not allowed. Hold oh, that. Straight. We've got nothing left. Straight men. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost Ellen Skelton's legs. Soaps. Well, first they came for Emma and I did nothing. I just find it weird if I went round and said, oh, sorry, I've just, um, yeah, Sky Plus, EastEnders, Emmerdale. I mean... Well, I, th- I think that's the key difference, isn't it? It's, it's <clears> what things, <throat> whether you watch something just because it's on, yes. or whether you Sky Plus it, like, I'd be alarmed if someone sort of went, oh, I, 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 t- I TiVo Holmes under the hammer, <laughs> you'd immediately <laughs> think that there's something wrong with it. I'd immediately <laughs> think, what's TiVo? <laughs> oh, TiVo t- is like Sky Plus, darling. Oh, is it? Yeah. It was uh, the American system which came over here. Okay. I'm okay. sorry, I have certain loyalties. It's all right. There. <laughs> um, but yeah, if someone went, I'm, I'm recording, I've got to get back, I'm recording the one show, you'd immediately think, okay, that's... I've recorded the one show. Well, <laughs> I'm a big... Like, when you've been on it? No, uh, I've recorded it. I recorded it um, recently when Zola Bod was on it. Well, I recorded oh, but... it when they did a special on Henry VIII. It's good. Sue me. There you go. But that's, so that's... It's a, very <laughs> snooty. However... <laughs> snooty Steve. Steve Snooty Hall. Lord Snooty. That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> oh, I'm loving your topical insults. <laughs> I like the one show. I feel bad about what I said about those Doctor Who people. Because, Quite right. No, I think maybe I should take that back. They're, they're some lovely people, and they're kind, I suspect, the Doctor Who fans. Do you know what well, I mean? They're not nasty people. No, exactly. They're intelligent people. Yeah. And but, I suppose sorry, look Doctor at me. Who fans. Doctor Who, the most Doctor, creative shows. Yeah, Doctor Who is at the centre of my universe. I mean, it's oh, oh, he's the loneliest man <laughs> Take that back. Okay. No, I don't understand I, it, really. I officially ap- apologise, but there still Lord. is tin yeah. However, um, man watching Hollyoaks? No. I mean, that counts oh, man's so watching Hollyoaks, that's for <laughs> all no, the wrong reasons. Anyone <laughs> watching Hollyoaks, sure. Yeah. Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. The the shows that are the biggest turn-off for me, it's any of those... I don't like you saying turn-off, Frank, because when you get a bit creepy... That's (laughs) that strata of show that's anything that's let's sneer at Do you mean the shows you find too much of a muchness? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) As you all want to do. The the shows that really get my goose. (laughs) Ah, yes. See, Um, everyone, everyone else would have said goat. But Steve <laughs> has to suggest some sort of bomb pinching. Do you know why? <laughs> <laughs> also, there's an element of the Lord Snooty about that mm. as well. Mm. So, one better, haven't you? I, I hate those those let's sneer at poor people shows. Ironically, we're given the persona <laughs> that's just been given to me. I hate those. Anything where it's like, look at these savages and people who enjoy <laughs> sneering at the way less fortunate people live. I really hate those like, shows. Like, it's all like... got a bit Jeremy Corbyn on Absolute Radio. So people yeah. like Benefit Street, which is which oh, is yes. just it's just sneering at yes. at people less fortunate. Or but I, I feel that's, uncomfortable. That's how with... A lot of kids learn to read and write. <laughs> 
And I'm like, Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sorry Can we do that again, Paul? What about... Live? <laughs> Frank! Are you kidding me? I, yeah, um... Frank, what about songs of no, praise? No, I agree, I agree with oh, that. Oh, do you? I, I think I, I, Jeremy, well, Jeremy I Kyle well. is the equivalent of the people on the prison cell door. I don't think I like middle-class people watching that being sneery. No. Sorry, I don't. Um, I tell you, the other thing, songs of praise... Now, you follow the Nazarene. I do follow the Nazarene. Would you Sky Plus some um, songs of praise? No. Sorry. I find it a bit Church of England. It's <laughs> the idea of someone Sky Plusing songs of praise. <laughs> no, it's... Well, that'd be great. You've got to TiVo it. There's, there's, a, there's a crack in all things bright and beautiful on tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, no, I wouldn't. I mean, I would. Res- I have respect for anyone who does. Do you watch it, Songs of Praise, ever? Is it still on? Yeah, Alla Jones does it. No, I don't watch it. I say it's extremely Anglican. <laughs> and, and some weeks it is from, like, Catholic churches, and even then they feel more Anglican than they normally do. <laughs> I think they send in, like, dresses to Anglican it up a bit. Mm. You know, the Union Jack in the corner. Would you <laughs> say also... Um, see, I, I don't like people that get their news from Channel 5. I've got to be honest. Oh. I think that's weird. Why watch Channel 5? Yeah. I mean, it's fine for certain things. I just wouldn't go to it as a reliable news source. I don't like people... Um, I don't think I could go out with anyone who Sky Plus a programme featuring a comedian who wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I well, I noticed I... when I came in this morning and said I'd been to see Louis C.K. last night and it was phenomenal... And I noticed a froidure. Well, it's all, you know... Well, there's two <laughs> things there. First of all, <laughs> oh, well, it, it is a bit Martin Bashier that are three people <laughs> in this marriage. It was that. <laughs> but also, um, I have a thing. I hear so many English people falling over themselves about American comedians that um, it makes me feel a little bit nauseous. Would it help <laughs> if I told you you are still and will always be the funniest person I know? In Sharon, <laughs> in Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with uh, Emily Dean and Lord Snooty. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Hall. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. For people just tuning in at the top of the hour, we should explain the reason Frank's given Steve <laughs> this extraordinary nickname, Lord Snooty, is because he said he thought it was a bit tragic to record the one show. Hmm. And I sort of agreed with you, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm going, doing a vault fast. Don't do a vault fast. Yeah. I think... Um, I realise they're a weirder we Didn't we get a silver medal in the vault fast? <laughs> 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 there are weirder shows to... Re- if someone recorded embarrassing bodies, that would freak me out. I could imagine somebody doing that, no? I can, I can imagine a pervert doing it. <laughs> oh, come on. You can imagine a pervert, all right. <laughs> you don't want to record with embarrassing bodies, when so often you can just live with it. Exactly. <laughs> um, now! I have a now. <laughs> now! I want to go back to the Olympics... There's so much stuff I still want to discuss with you boys. Did you see, um... Did you Bradley, see? Bradley Wiggins, uh, did the thing during the National Anthem. What did he do? The camera went on him for that, you know that moment when they get a bit tearful and proud? It's normally over rain over us, I find. Yeah, well, they, um, they, uh, is it, that's the, the, that's what brings the tears out, <laughs> some, some liminal messaging. <laughs> 
And he, they went to him and he stuck his tongue out in a, in a sort of Gaza-like way. Yeah. And uh, it was funny and it was a bit rebellious and I liked it for that. I wasn't... He, he had a bit of a white coat in yeah, it, sort yeah. of under, undercut the whole uh, <laughs> gesture. Well, you could see the Daily Mail headline writers just having a conniption fit in their office. What's that mean? Just uh, going apoplectic. I'm trying to use more of the uh, old uh, styly phrases. Oh, okay. Conniption. Just, uh, just the fact that they're going, how do we handle this? He's won a gold medal, but he's been disrespectful to the Queen. I thought he's been disrespectful, but I thought he'd be a lot fitter or a lot well, more well, well than his tongue suggests. <laughs> Look, let, let's be frank. Lazy headline writer doing an interview with you, as you <laughs> okay. once said. Frank told us earlier, which I loved, that when people did profiles or interviews with him, he said it was very common that the interview would be called... The headline would be... It's usually frankly speaking. Oh. Or being frank. <laughs> yeah. But I spoke to Lawrence Fox about this and asked him how, what many, does he get? how many times he gets fantastic Mr. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Fox in the box. Um, so, yes, anyway, I think with Wiggins, I agree with you. If you're going to do that gesture, you've really got to do grooming beforehand with the tongue. I well, mean, surely he's a fit man. And yep. very hydrated. <laughs> I'm worried about him. So I just if I was reaching towards the screen with a with a wooden lollipop stick oh. trying to press it down. So he's gonna get so many scrapers for Christmas from his Everyone from his can friends. benefit from the tongue scrape. I bet you he's already got like about two hundred doctors tweeting him saying, Come and see me, I won't charge you anything. <laughs> we can sort all this out. <laughs> anyway, it was marvellous. Marvellous to watch. And then we had there was also oh, what about the green pool? The green pool was uh was brilliant in a way. So it turned green, didn't it, for the diving? The dive. Well, there's there's two pools next to each other. There's the swimming pool and the diving pool. And uh, the, the water polo. They do, they do. And the water. Yeah. yeah. And and the and the one of them is beautifully blue, like a swimming pool. The other <laughs> one is. I mean, like they've <laughs> dived. It's like that sort of, what do they call it, raw swimming or something, free swimming. <laughs> when people go and swim in canals, it's like yeah. that. It looks like, it, it looks like a lime jelly. Well, Oh, imagine diving into a lime jelly. I mean, I di did you hear the rumour it was the fake tan? That's what, honestly what someone said. Oh, I really hope it was. <laughs> it was because so many of them are using fake tan now. Isn't the stuff that stops you weeing in the pool that if you wee in a public pool, it changes it, yeah, the it, colour yeah, of the That was urban myth when we were children. Is it? it but it, uh, it's, it's basically snitches on you. Yeah, there's a dye, I suppose, that it, it, yeah. it grasses you up. I like anti-burglar paint. You remember that <laughs> stuff? Yeah. I heard there was a pool in Glasgow that, um... See, that always happened with the urban myth. They'd make it in Glasgow, somewhere you'd never yeah, go. Yeah, a mate, mate of mine told me. Yeah, and they'd say that an alarm went off and you were surrounded by red dye. I don't believe that. And then <laughs> the pool will be red suddenly. No, red dye, though, was that uh, socialist <laughs> Welshman that worked there <laughs> who, was, who, who handled security. But they're, try they're trying so hard to sort of pretend that it, it's not that bad. I've got my fez on. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Before we continue, can I just alert you to the fact that we've had a number of people texting us to praise your shirt, which we posted on social media, wow. your T-shirt, Richard Chapman, cracking, well, he actually says cracking fez shirt combo, but Ben Carter, fantastic T-shirt. Andrew Moore, good shirt. I can't believe I could it. go on. I never get complimented on what I wear. We've even had uh, inquiries. Clarence, where can I get that T-shirt? 
Can they all, um, tweet Bumble? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who, uh, g- gave me such stick. I actually bought this. I went to see the Cosmonaut exhibition. You should describe it, Frank. It's a red T-shirt. Yes, a... it is very much a red T-shirt. <laughs> it sim- it symbolises the Soviet space, um, programme. And it's got a, uh... It's got a space capsule. It's got a rocket, and then and the... it's got a hammer and sickle on. I'll be yeah. straight with that. And uh, but yeah, so I'm I'm guessing they're still in the science museum shop, but okay. you can get them. I'm sure online from the science museum. <laughs> How did that feel being asked where to buy your clothes? It was. Um, it's. I don't think it's ever happened to me before. I mean, I, a man in Holland and Barrett once asked me to turn the plastic bag inside out. <laughs> So that people didn't know I shot them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, no, it's lovely. You must get it all the time, Em, do you? Yeah, I do. Where did you get that? Yeah. Where did you get that hat? I, I get it often on uh, Twitter. Uh, 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 I, I get the Lovely. same question, but just with a different tone of voice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where did you get that, Snoopy? No, people are going to—they're going to come about to commend you for putting money into charity shops. Yeah. This mm. is a good thing to do. Anyway, meanwhile, over in the diving pool. Oh yes. What about what about uh, Tom Daly and Dan Goodfellow? Did you watch that? It, it was brilliant. It was really. I love a synchronised dive. Oh. And I'll tell you something I, I didn't know. I love watching men in trunks embracing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> There's a real sense of... Sort of makes Especially feel, when they're called Goodfellow. It makes me feel very relaxed. Um, it's just something very... You know what I mean? Like, men are so touchy about stuff. Yes. Just, it just... There's a bit when they're waiting for the scores, the two of them standing, uh, one with the... I think Tom's got his arm round Dan. It's one of the most beautiful yeah. things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and again, the Daily Mail had to be kind of horrible about it, and it, it was sort of in, in trying to imply that they were a bit... They were overdoing it a bit, or there was something oh, a bit... Oh, did they? A little bit effeminate, whereas it was like the Chinese athletes went for a manly pat, a manly pat on the back. It's still stigmatising oh. it. It's oh, particularly disgusting. Well, we also bring uh, some his alternative, an alternative paper called the Tom Daily Mail. Yeah. <laughs> <It's more laughs> well, I was sitting at home waving my master pan. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, you know the master you, yes, pan? Yes, I do know I've it. I've got one of those, and I, I waved them for Tom. I mean, now, I took all the hot fat out of it. That would have been These nightmare. divers, um, is it Chris Mears and is it Jack Laffer? Well, no, I think it's pronounced Law. Oh, can't Law. we call it Laffer? Yeah. Because that means he can get a job in this studio. Yeah, we, we could do with a couple. <laughs> we need some staff. Thank by you. Thank you. That was cool. You know, I felt that hit my arm. <laughs> oh, fine. <laughs> we'll say no more about it. <laughs> yes. Jack Laffer. No, I won't call him Law. He's Laffer. Lar. He, Lar. Um, they took gold in the green pool. Yeah. And they, they got together, they did a very... Red, gold and green. <laughs> <laughs> they had one of those quite nice Vauxhall Club cuddles, which I liked. But his girlfriend, afterwards, she was saying, look, people always think he's gay. I think it's Chris. Or is it Jack she goes out with? I always forget. Anyway. They're so synchronised, I can't tell them. <laughs> <laughs> she said people often think that. Because they live together and they have a mortgage together, the two boys. Oh. Which I'd like. She said it, it's not true. She said they're always together. I don't mind imposing for gay times. If that's what he has to do, fine. Okay. Now, when you say he has to do it, it's not really part of his job description. No. I mean, I love that he did it. Good no, on him. It's, um, I don't know, that's... Oh, I like the sound of her, though. <laughs> <laughs> I do. That reminds me of when I uh, found a, uh, a, an ankle bracelet in bed. <laughs> 
and said to a woman, oh, that cleaner, she's always leaving <laughs> stuff for that. <laughs> I'm not proud of that. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. You know, we were talking about the green pool. <laughs> the green pool, yeah. One, a spokesman for the Rio... Rio uh, do, 16. Did the British cycling team have a spokesman? <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> a spokesman said uh, they had failed to take into account that lots of people would be using the pool. Yeah, that was that was a lack of <laughs> foresight. I mean, it's going to always yeah. be As a busy say, time. I'm strictly come dancing. <laughs> 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 They're making such weak excuses for the green pool because uh, th- it's there's an- another because now there's a ger- one of the German swimmers has now said that the whole building has started to smell of farts. Apparently, uh, can we say that on here? I just don't right, like so, it. But, but apparently, the, the, the Olympic, Lord, Lord Smelly more like the Olympic, <laughs> the Olympic <laughs> organisers. Is that too far? <laughs> oh, do, all right, do your Tarzan impression again, Frank. Uh, I can't do my Tarzan impression. <laughs> You know that. <laughs> okay. Um, but, uh, but apparently the Olympic Organising Committee, their excuse was they, they replied, he who smelt it dealt it, which I think is a weak response. Ah. Oh. Oh, people are having their breakfast. <laughs> That's what you don't think about. Uh, you don't think about <laughs> I do. Now, Believe me, I do. The other thing, uh, well, we've discussed, I think we've done enough on the green pool, probably, because it's making me feel a bit sick. Mm. Um, but what I would like to talk about is what about this commentator? Well, could it possibly be a mood pool? Oh. <laughs> Do you remember those mood rings that yes. used to change colour? That would be brilliant. So blue to green, I wonder what that is. So I'm really happy someone who's very, very tense jumps yeah. in. There's just been so much um, tension in that pool. Oh, yeah, the muscle tension <laughs> for a start. It's just generally anxiety. Yeah. Set, the, set the damn thing green. <laughs> <laughs> get some of them to jump in after they've won. It'll all, all come back again. The old pea soup. Pea so soup it, with a few muscles in there. I love the idea of a mood pool, though. <laughs> I'd love it if it went pink suddenly. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there are many Paul's, others. Paul's gone rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> How did that happen? There's lots of joyful things happening in this Olympics. Well, except the commentator who got the wrong confused is Phelps. With his Ryan oh, can never pronounce the surname correctly. Poor Canadian man. Oh, we commentated on an entire race, calling mm. the wrong person. It's Ryan. How do you say that man's name? Lochte. Lochte. Uh, he, yeah, he kept saying. I mean, it's not. It's not. I was going to say it's an easy mistake to make, but you've got. You, it is a bit. You had one job. It is, yeah. yeah. And they are. They do swim in numbered lanes. <laughs> well, and I read about it before I heard it. And when you read about, it, you think, oh, it can't be that bad. And then you hear the commentary, and it's it's. Awful. Elliot Friedman, it's his really name is. Bad. Well, you don't want to be mistaken for the, uh, the greatest swimmer of all time. She's saying, wow, he's absolutely swimming out of his skin today. What a day he's having. This is amazing. I mean, he's actually he's he's actually a cyclist. He shouldn't even be in it. <laughs> oh, no, it's... Uh, it was when he said, well, he's saving the best for last. Yeah. Oh, oh. He, he wasn't. He was last. But, you know... He wasn't last, but, you know... We all make mistakes, Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, I'm not really... I don't know what that meant. What did that mean? Why Gordon? Was it a reference to Flash Gordon? Not, nothing. It was Commissioner just, Gordon? It was just a mistake. I got your name wrong. That was it. But you <laughs> called me Gordon? Yeah. <laughs> Mickey? Yeah. It's, it's weird, I know. I've been a damn fool of myself. <laughs> Absolute. Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 
I went on a speed awareness course recently, which I've yet to tell you all about. That I that you said then reminded me of a song. What song's got I? Uh, I who have nothing. <laughs> oh, it's, 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 uh, is well, it? I'm, I'm afraid. That? I'm afraid that's not true in my case. <laughs> no, indeed not. Now, what did you go on? I went on a speed awareness course. Was this a? a government a state mandated speed awareness course yes has anyone ever been on one voluntarily <laughs> you know what i'd like to be more aware of my speed <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm going to pay i think it's 93 pounds oh. something like that do you have to pay of course i do yeah hmm. and i won't lie you take it i think we're allowed to say this if you would like that as an alternative to having points on your license which, yes. as a motoring correspondent it's very important for me to have a clean license Indeed, yeah. some of the um you know the vehicles I'm driving right now. <laughs> well, I write a, a column, as you know, about um, about dogs um, for um, Peter Purvis's We Love Dogs magazine, and um, I have to have a clean dog licence. <laughs> <laughs> you still need a dog licence. I think you should. Oh, yeah, seven and six. OK. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was caught doing, unlike some, I'll confess to my crimes, 36 miles an hour in a 30-mile-an-hour zone. I'm not proud. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, there were two lanes of traffic. It wasn't quite a dual carriageway, but it wasn't, well, that is, I suppose, a dual carriageway. Yeah. Anyway, we all met for Camden. You're in a hotel conference room. Oh, okay. You're there for five I hours. I bet I know the hotel. Is it by the, is it that sort of holiday in this yes, one? It's by exactly the that holiday <laughs> I went to a comedy gig there. <laughs> well, this turned out to be a comedy gig <laughs> in more ways than one. <laughs> because it's run by two characters from the AA. Okay. And this guy, let's call him Tony, because that was his name. Let's call him Alan and Arthur. Yeah, OK. <laughs> I knew from the start what sort of person Tony was going to be, because when oh. I had to sign... There it goes. <laughs> <laughs> it, could, it could be Tony Arthur, who used to work Tony on... Tony Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> OK, let's Tony. say Alan. We'll call him Alan. OK. I knew what sort of person Alan was going to be, because he handed me the sign, the form, I'm sorry, to sign, and he said, OK, sign your life away. Oh. And then he asked if he could have my autograph. So I thought, in that sort of humorous way... In that way, comedy way, yeah. Put your moniker on that. Yes, yeah. it was a bit. So, OK, he had a lanyard, coach driver's sleeves on the shirt. Yeah, OK. OK, I'm getting the measure. And I think Alan was a bit of a frustrated stand-up comedian. OK. He had a lot of material. He said, class of 2016, OK, what is the maximum speed you can do on a single carriageway. What is the legal speed limit, I'm asking you, on a single carriageway? And then someone answered, and he called us class of 2016 again. He, that was his thing. He called yeah. someone a clever clogs. He went, some clever clogs has got it right. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> then he said, what must you always remember? What must you always remember to do when you're out on the roads as a motorist? Be alert. That's it. Be alert. Uh -huh. Remember, your country needs alerts. Oh, oh. wow. I think wow, I... It went silent, and I think it was audible. I went, oh! Did you? <laughs> I did. I could, it was my reaction. I couldn't help it. Of course, there'll be men at home isolating that sound, <laughs> keeping it... <laughs> he then tone. said, and you might be able to answer this, because I didn't know this, and Alan told me, what is the comment you'd most expect to hear from a driver emerging from a vehicle when he's had an encounter with a cyclist? What comment would you most expect to hear? Can I tell you? It's Smidzy. Sorry, mate, I didn't see you. Oh, Smidzy. Yeah, Smidzy. Smidzy, of course. He what? told us, where there's a van, there's a man. Not necessarily. <laughs> what if it's hot? <laughs> <laughs> 
No men are left in this van overnight. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Sorry to bring you back down to earth with a bump, but we're now going back into the speed awareness course <laughs> over in a very corporate hotel in the Camden area, where I'm with the uh, the fellow uh, felons, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. For the day, I imagine it's a very uh, tough crowd as well. Yeah. They oh, it's a tough they crowd. Don't be there. The, yeah, the there was AA a lot boys. of cab drivers there, mm. not black cab drivers, I should say. Respect. Okay. Um, yeah. He said, to, uh, to, I'm sorry, Alan. They, Alan said at one point, we get a lot of celebrities here actually doing this course, so if you see them, uh, try not to draw attention to them and keep their head down. Okay. Oh, I was so insulted he didn't recognise <laughs> me. I mean, can you imagine? Did I kept hinting. I said, yes, on my radio show. When he said, put your autograph on there, was there a second <laughs> when you thought he'd yeah. recognise you? I was really gutted. Oh. I, I, was, I was treated like a normal person. <laughs> Did the cab driver sit with their backs to the stage? <laughs> <laughs> you all had to go round like sort of AA, being honest about the speed you you were caught doing. Well, it was the AA? Wasn't it? <laughs> no, I mean the other type of uh, AA. Okay. And you oh, had, really? to say, had to say, what yeah, speed people you'd put done. their hands up, and there was one woman, and she said seventy-one. Well, I thought she doesn't look bad, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she said seventy-one. Everyone went, oh! I did it the loudest. I went, oh! And then she said, well, it was a seventy-mile-an-hour zone, so that's not that bad. That she was only one, yeah. yeah. Did, you, did she, she let it? Did she, she let that, that pause? Though? <laughs> she lied. Yeah. That was a twenty <laughs> twenty mile an hour zone, Tower Bridge. Did anyone go like I win? No, but what they did do at one point, Tony was saying, um, "I'm sorry, Alan. I'm never going to get with this Alan thing." No, I'm calling. Tony <laughs> he was asking that. us how we might identify that this was a pedestrian area. Uh, where there might be a potentially dangerous area for pedestrians, what signs would you look for in the street that might tell you this was a potentially dangerous area for pedestrians? What signs? Any signs on the street? Um, blind drivers. That Do you know what one lady sign. said? I think he was expecting speed bumps, that kind of thing. Do you know what one lady said? She went, uh, flowers on a lamppost. Oh, God. Whoa! Oh. <laughs> Alan said, that's quite extreme. <laughs> it's quite extreme sign, that one. That's a uh, good thinking on her part. Yeah. And she wouldn't have it. She said, well, there's been bad deaths around here in Camden. Wow. I know. It was hardcore. <laughs> no, but these are people who are at the, at the cutting edge of <laughs> at, uh, motoring. But I, I actually quite enjoyed it in the end. Did you learn anything about it? Are you more aware of speed? Oh, I know so much more. <laughs> I do. Okay. I mean, don't test me on it, but... I felt it was good for me to bond with people like that, in a sort of Marie Antoinette way. <laughs> and yes. I also felt, you know, it has changed my driving, honestly. You I'm more cautious slower. now. Well, put it this way, I slow down when I drop people off now. Do you? Sometimes even stop. Terrific. Oh, OK. Um, now, yeah. uh, well, well done for yeah, doing thank that. You. Congratulations. Thank you very much. And uh, if anyone else is... <laughs> um, about to do a speed away, and of course, you see, it's not that bad, it's a bit of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. As we enter the last couple of minutes of, the, of, of today's show, we've had, an, we got, we've, had a, we've had an email from. Get the fez out. We've had an email from Johnny in Auckland. Uh, who says, uh, hi Frank, Emily and Alan, uh, here's a question for you. I gather that you all still go for breakfast together after the show every week. I was just wondering what you all talk about over breakfast, considering that you've just spent three hours 
catching up with each other during the show? Is it a quiet meal punctuated Voice by the occasional coming. scraping of cutlery on plates and Alan asking the waitress for HP sauce? Like, I don't What's like this. Going? It's got a bit Davros. <laughs> I, I, I realised it needed it needed clearing halfway through. It was. It was uh, I, I, I was hoping it would go away. Amphibians from Sting. Or do you all? I'll try. I'll try. We will get your tempest. I, I think I'm back to normal again now. Or do you all suffer from esprit d'escalier? Uh, well, I'm sorry. Chance that to mention something on the show. That exciting moment when uh, someone reads out your email and then ruins it with their horrible phlegm voice. <laughs> <laughs> So I was a bit flemmy from Motorhead to that. I'm thinking we should do this again next week, because I think we've spoiled it. <laughs> have, I, have I ruined it for Johnny That's in Auckland? so extreme. Why don't we do Johnny in Auckland again next week in a proper <laughs> voice? <laughs> I, will, I will train. I feel like... I feel like I've blown my chance at the Olympics. Well, I tell you what we could do is, and this would be the ultimate honour... Uh, for Johnny in Auckland, we could discuss this over brunch. But yeah, we could do. Yes. <laughs> we could make, but let's make him a cliffhanger. He probably is if he lives in. There's no, nothing else to do out there. <laughs> I can, I can exclusively reveal that's true. Yes, because oh, you live there. I lived there, and uh. we did nothing. <laughs> yes. What about something happened to me this week? I was, I was, I was in church, and uh, you know, the, uh, they do a homily, uh, mm. the, you know, the sermon thing. And uh, the priest was uh, talking about um, how money uh, wasn't, you know, was the root of all evil, etc. And um, he said, "I'd like." I, I was reading a thing in the Daily Telegraph. I'd like to quote um, something that Frank Skinner said. And I thought, "Oh, oh my God, wow. I'm being quoted in the." <laughs> and people knew I went up slightly tense. Aren't and in an interview, I'd said, um, "They said, does money make you happy?" And I said, "No, putting other people first makes you happy." Oh wow! Yes. Well, I love that. And yeah, I was braced for a, three or four high fives, yeah. at least nothing. But <laughs> people were looking round. I mean, I felt I had to be especially. Co- when the plate came round, I thought, "Oh God, I have to go a bit heavy duty on it today." But it's quite a moment. Oh, it's lovely. Yeah, I'm. Ve- I'm really touched by yeah. that. I like that. Yeah. We've, we've just had a, a text from nine nine six who said, "Frank, I've just asked Google how old you are," which it correctly told me, but next to a picture of Buzz Aldrin. Oh, so, so oh, they're confusing it. I ain't that Google. Frank. When you, you know when you Google... You, you see, if you, if you Google image... Um, Yourself. Well, let's say Kylie Minogue. Oh, Four and then... pictures you... down, you'll get Robert Mugabe. And then you get Sean <laughs> or something. And then a picture of a yeah. test tube. I mean, what, 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 what's <laughs> the point of Google images if they can't keep it together? Thanks very much for listening. And if the good law spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. <laughs> show on absolute radio back saturday morning from eight tune in live for the full frank experience absolute radio